Lock up your daughters. Lock up your wives. Lock up the back door and run mm-hmm. for your lives. Because the big dogs are back in town. Thought we were talking about. Thought we were talking about Paul Bernardo for a second. Oh now. yeah, topical. That, topical. That is uh, that is topical, Jordan. But come on, here. here. Here, this is supposed to be a place where people can get away from their troubles, worrying about serial I killers. I wonder if being, Americans. Yeah, they don't. I wonder know. if Americans even know who that is. So they're fine. Yeah, you, you, you all are good. Yeah, you guys are okay. Uh, yeah, it's like probably like the only guy in Canada that people probably like unanimously are like, yeah, death penalty, not not horrible. <laughs> like we, we would take it for this dude. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, if you're curious, yeah, go look up Paul Bernardo. It's not, uh, it's not just some random Italian guy that mm-hmm. you know. That's what it sounds like. But uh, yeah, uh, but seriously, lock up your daughters and wives for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, in another way for us as well. Let's oh, go, man! Woo! Big dog ball yeah. talk. Matt Eichhorn, <laughs> yeah. Jordan Flegel, NBA Finals, baby. This has been a uh, again a back and forth series, but last night was all Denver Nuggets. Uh, we're, we're, we're cutting the small talk. Uh, we've already uh, you know touched upon a serial killer, so we might as well touch upon the game. Uh, yeah, that's- game three, NBA Finals. The Denver oh, Nuggets man. walk into Miami, and they walk out with the first victory played on their court. Uh, this one, really, Jordan, I, I think that you can't understate the performance by that, uh, that star duo of uh, Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray dominating, uh, become the first... Uh, first year teammates to record a, a triple double in the NBA Finals together. Uh, Jokic, the first player, 30, 20, and 10 in an NBA Finals game, uh, putting up Wilt Chamberlain stats as we would. Uh, this has been quite the run for both of these guys. And, uh, you know, I think at the end of the season, Jordan, a lot of people are, you know, this is going to be, regardless of how the series ends up playing out, Jamal Murray is going to get so much play, uh, you know, after this. Uh, he's going to be getting a lot of hype. He's going to be getting a lot of consideration for all-star games, you know, even if he's still playing so-so in the, the regular season, because, you know, he, he kind of seems like he saved some of this uh, special stuff up uh, for the for, for the playoffs. But, I mean, really, yeah. it, 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 they, the two of them were just insane. Uh, start to finish in this game, they led, led by example, shot the ball well, made the correct plays, smart plays, hit tough shots. I mean, and then they almost played the entire 48 minutes. I mean, Jordan, when was the last time you saw a duo uh, on a team just play so well for pretty much an entire playoff run? Because usually you, you know, you're you're anticipating a couple bad games in the mix, but these two really haven't slowed down a bit. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're talking about just one game, you know, the last one I remember like this was I'm pretty sure in the 2016 finals, Kyrie and LeBron mm-hmm. both went off for like 41 points yeah. uh, t- together. I think yeah. Kyrie. Probably didn't do much other than the scoring part, but LeBron probably had a triple double or like you know Something close to seven, it. Seven. Um, yeah, the classic LeBron, and and that was that's the last time I think this has happened because I mean, uh, you know th- that that's the game that comes to mind uh, when you know two guys going off at the same time like this. Like obviously, uh, KD and Steph in the finals uh, would have each had pretty good stat mm-hmm. lines, but they never needed to both go crazy like that to 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 win any. Game they were in really game one, uh, yeah, got to that stage. Well, hey, that's up there, man. No, <laughs> no joke. Um, but, but like, to for two guys to have thirty point triple doubles, uh, simultaneously is is kind of insane. Yeah. Like, if if triple doubles weren't so normalized now, like back like five years ago when it was actually cool to get Dude, a triple double, like it would, like it, it would be it would be insane. Like in the eighties, they, they would literally guys, burn them at the stake. 
<laughs> I know. Well, and and also Matt, just uh, I'm gonna get one more in because I forgot her name, but they they were the uh, the Paul Bernardo and Carla Hamolka yeah, yeah. of uh, of the basketball court tonight. They were killing it, man. Uh, <laughs> that's it with the Paul Bernardo stuff. That's it. That's it. Right, we'll see. Um, anyway, apparently she's married now, uh, out uh, <laughs> living with three I kids. Did, Someone yeah, told me that. So anyway, it doesn't matter. Look, um, but no, they, they were absolutely insane. And the the, the thing I liked about um. I'm going to start with uh, Murray because, I mean, this isn't an abnormal game for Jokic, really, which is crazy because, like, that's how good he's been the last yeah. few years. Like, he's had these games uh, where he's, you know, the 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 20 rebounds was was pretty fucking incredible. Like, that that's not something you, you see every day, mm-hmm. even from him. He was just every single time. Like, the Heat, I don't think, I don't know how many fucking second chance points the Heat got. I could, I could look it up there. But it couldn't have been very many because I swear he got every single defensive rebound on on any any sort of missed shot, yeah. uh, any shot that you know was up for grabs. Jokic was just standing there like a big fucking troll and just grabbed it, uh, and then you know would 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 go and start the break. Like he he was incredible as a rebounder tonight mm-hmm. or last night, and um, like, but you know thirty and however many assists he had, uh, you know, 30 and 10, that, that's pretty normal for Jokic. But Murray coming in there, rebounding the ball himself, and then, you know, scoring well and having the 10 assists. Like we yeah. saw last game, he had 10 assists, um, but, you know, he wasn't he wasn't scoring uh, the way that he, you know, we know that he can. And what I liked about this game for him is he was consistent with it the entire game. Like we've seen times, you know, back in, you know, in the Lakers series where he was having an, he would have an okay game, okay game, and then go off in the fourth and just go crazy. And I think that's, that's what people kind of sort of hesitate. Uh, that's why people hesitate putting him in like the category with, you know, like the the the, the Devin Bookers mm-hmm. and and uh, Donovan Mitchells and the really good uh, scoring guards in the league because he's not as uh, consistent with it as them. Like he will go through stretches. And uh, again, uh, he's just coming off a major injury, so that might be that might have been part of it this year as yeah, well. But, but, but also when you when you play with the uh, the two time MVP, I mean, you don't really have to yeah. shoulder that load. That that's true too. Yeah, he hasn't really been under the the the, the pressure as much. But he he's been one of the more sort of inconsistent guys, not in a bad way, but in the sense that he could, you know, he'll have a game where he does have eighteen twenty points, mm-hmm. uh, and then you know other games where he where he scores a hell of a lot more, and you don't really know what you're going to get. Um, and and but in this one, uh, like you know, right away starting in the in the first quarter, uh, he was he was scoring the rock well, like he had eight points. Uh, quarter two, I'm going through it here. What do you have? 12. Quarter three, he only has two, but he has the most assists that he has. He has those four assists and then another 12 in the fourth. Like he was just putting pressure on the heat time and time again with the ball in his hands, running his little actions with Jokic, mm-hmm. uh, which they 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 were sort of back on, uh, you know, performing well. The heat kind of took that away a little bit more in game two. Um, and 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 yeah, he, he was incredible. Like uh, and and. Uh, in this one, the 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 shot making that he made, like Jamal Murray made a few really really tough three point oh, yeah, shots, yeah. Uh, you know, ri- uh, with with tough contests, like hands in his face when the Heat looked like they were coming and and, and gonna make maybe make a run, and even in the fourth he made that really tough sort of fading mid range yep, shot yep. that just went right in and just killed all the momentum that we you thought Miami was gonna try and maybe come back into it. Like he was like. I, I, I think everyone's rightfully so is going to be talking about Jokic's uh, 30, 20, and 10, but I was actually more impressed. And I thought Jamal Murray, they needed, they really needed that type of game from him 
Whereas for Jokic, it's, you know, yeah, I, I've seen this before and, 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 and maybe that's being reductive because he's just been so good. But uh, yeah, the, these two guys, man, you, Kobe and Shaq level, uh, what they're doing right now. Yeah, 100%. Uh, and, and I mean, some uh, like, like that shot exactly that you were talking about, that mid-range fadeaway uh, late in the fourth quarter. Like that was very Kobe Bryant-esque, uh, you know, because Jokic oh, yeah. was open yeah. at the, the top of the three. And uh, instead of passing it out, he decides to shoot the midi uh, in front of two uh, closely yeah. uh, defended defenders. And yeah, it just bottoms. And I think that that's one of those, like when I see him make that shot, there are guys who are first scoring options on a lot of teams in the NBA that can't score like Jamal Murray. Uh, and and yeah. that's why when yeah. I look at him, like I think he really is an underappreciated superstar in the NBA right now. Uh, I think he's a really unselfish player. I think that he always puts the team first. If he wanted to, I think he could average, you know, in the regular season, if he was out there fully healthy and just wanted to take 30 shots a game, like, or maybe not 30, yeah. but if you want to just, you know, chuck up a couple, he could average 25, 27, 28 points. I I, I do believe it. Like, uh, obviously, it helps when you have, you know, Jokic orchestrating and a, like a perfectly constructed team that plays to your strengths and all. But I, I do think that, you know, he's he's going to keep getting better as he gets older. He's still, he's still young uh, and he'll be able to, you know, put together an amazing NBA career. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's I, I would be shocked if he doesn't have, you know, at least uh, three, four all-star game appearances by the end of his career. Uh, but uh, I, I do want to see do want to say this after we just sang his praises, though, that uh, last rebound was with five seconds left after a uh, chucked up three by the Miami Heat. But it counts. Yes, it counts, baby. Just ask Russell Westbrook. It counts. Uh, yeah, why, why was he out there on the floor, Matt? Yep. I mean, if not for that. But, uh, you know, speaking of that, like that was really the Heat's downfall in this game was their, their shooting ability just – went absolutely ice cold uh and alternatively not only were they getting killed on uh killed on the glass you know when you you can't hit a shot and then as you said Jokic commanded all of those defensive rebounds you can't you don't have a shot they had one possession late in the fourth quarter where bam got three offensive rebounds in a row which just kept passing it out and then finally finished it with a little baby hook but i mean this is a uh this miami heat team like they i think this is kind of and it's sad to say this is just kind of who they actually are. This is the real Miami Heat team. Yeah. Like they've had an historic playoff run. It's one that we'll always remember, regardless of how the series goes. You know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, counting them completely out right now. But last night's game, if you're a Miami Heat fan, that has to be demoralizing. At home, pretty much everybody looks like how they looked in the regular season. Uh, they're, they're, they've really come back down to earth, in my opinion. Like Caleb Martin, he's been MIA. Uh, I mean. Nobody is really providing any lift off the bench. I mean, Lowry didn't have his best game of the series either. Uh, there, there, all of these guys, Gabe Vincent, uh, who was you know looked at as like they're seriously like one of their top scoring options. Uh, you know, in the games yep. one and two, he can't get the job done at all. But again, got in foul trouble in the first half. There. Yeah, but but if you are if you're the Miami Heat and you're in the NBA Finals and you're playing against the number one seed from the West and you know you need to get a win at home, it's kind of tough when you're relying on Gabe Vincent to be the third scoring option. And I'm not saying that as a slight to him, but let's just, you know, call spade a spade. He's not a superstar. He's not an uh, NBA Finals go-to scorer at this point in his career. And, you know, uh, I'm not going to say never in his career, but certainly not right now. And, you know, he's had some great games. And these some of these guys in the Heat, these role players have had, uh, you know, terrific runs. They fought and they've been gritty and they've, uh, you know, showed their teeth to the defense. But this, you know... Sometimes these runs, they, they don't last forever. You don't always get that storybook ending. Uh, you know, sometimes that dragon's yeah. a little bit too big for you to conquer. And that's kind of what this one looks like to me because 
Nobody on the Heat, even Jimmy, I think, you know, I think he really always led by example. And, you know, he, even though he pretty much did everything we asked him, uh, you know, right away he comes out hot, you know, uh, 10 points yes. in that first quarter right away. Like he was, he yes. was taking a lot of shots, but then he kind of cools off. And he doesn't really, like in that fourth quarter, he doesn't really have that fire that we'd saw throughout the, you know, the Boston series uh, uh, or even yeah, in the New York yeah. series. Like he just didn't, uh, and certainly not the fire that he had in the, in the Milwaukee series. Like, I, I said it in the last podcast that I thought the Heat were starting to kind of look a little fatigued in Game 1. Good bounce back, obviously, in Game 2. But again, Game 2, it took the Nuggets playing some of their worst basketball of the postseason just to get that win. So I'm I'm very, 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 very out on the, the Miami Heat right now. Uh, based on what I've seen through three games, I... I, I I'm honestly, I, I thought it was going to go at least six. Uh, I, I believe you you said seven. I think this might be, a, yeah. I think I, I might be ready to call time of death here. Game five, uh, Denver yeah. Nuggets are going to be winning it uh, back home in, uh, in Denver. But, uh, you know, maybe hoisting the, uh, the NBA Finals MVP trophy, though, Jordan. Your boy, Christian Brown, Christian Braun. Brown! To white boy, sorry. I, I mean. I know, he's kicking it off early. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, it is. It, it's already summer. Yeah, uh, but 15 points in 19 minutes here, Jordan. I mean, seven for eight shooting. He just kind of just decided to do this. Like, and he had a couple tough, tough buckets, taking it right into Jimmy Butler into the paint, threw up a little floater. It falls, uh, you know, hitting some jump shot. Like, like this was the perfect performance that they needed because, again, KCP and MPJ, nowhere to be found. So, I mean, like, when you no. see a rookie be able to put this up, Jordan, like, I, he is, he is obviously had a bit of the show is stuffed too much, but... Do you think that uh, you know maybe this is uh, where he puts himself on the map here, and uh, maybe he gets a gets himself a bit of, a bit of a bigger role down the line? Oh f- hell yeah! I mean, another like I was thinking last night with with, with Brown, and then just looking at this whole Nuggets team, they've drafted so well. Yeah, yeah. Like they have been like, to find Jokic in the second round to to ob- obviously you know that they, they, they get Murray. He was you know obviously a star coming out of college and and, and really well, well ranked. But they hit on Murray. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they 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 draft and and pay Michael Porter Jr. Who yeah that's not looking good right now. But I think you know he's he's been valuable for them. For sure, he's, and, he's, he's sort and of, people didn't. Uh, he was kind of a, a scary pick to take with all all the back issues coming out of college. Yeah, exactly. And he's been able to be out on the court, and he's he's made improvements. Like I think they've developed him fairly well. Um, and then, you know, getting Brown as a rookie, like he, he just, I, I, I really liked watching him at Kansas. Like he, he was just he, one of these guys where, you know, he, he's, he's a lot stronger than he looks mm-hmm. like he, he's out there. He's, he's kind of like a little fire hydrant, but he's fast. He can do everything. Well, he really competes on defense. Like he, he made a, he made a, a dumbass mistake, like a communication mistake in game two, where he, uh, sort of went with with uh i think it was it might have been him and kcp defending it they both went with duncan robinson on their little robinson gabe vincent split action that the heat were running he gets out late and tries to contest gabe vincent doesn't get there in time gabe vincent looks at him like what are you doing man uh and and you know it it, it was a stupid little defensive lapse but he just kept coming back and and like he, he 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 was not sort of phased by that and to come back um and you know after a loss and 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 sort of play with the type of confidence he played with uh, as a rookie. Uh, it's it's not something you see every day. So, yeah, I think he's solidified himself in that Denver rotation. You might you might see, you know, KCP might at some point move on. You know, he, mm-hmm. he might, you know, I'm talking, you know, down the line in a, a, a year or two, you might see Christian Brown in that, uh, uh, Braun, Brown, whatever, in the, uh, in the starting lineup because 
he, he really is like a Swiss army knife type of guy. And what is it with these white guys having these, these moments mm-hmm. in the, you know, the, in, in the big games, it reminded me of when Grayson Allen, remember in the NCAA tournament fucking final, just yep. <laughs> came out of nowhere, just scored a bunch. I think Dante DiVincenzo did the same thing yep, in, yep. The, in the and, tournament and, final. And, Don, and Dante DiVincenzo did what Grayson Allen should have done and declared for the draft that year. Uh, <laughs> yes, but, I know. But uh, Grayson exactly. Allen wanted to, to stay around for a little bit more. Uh, but yeah, 100%. Uh, very, very similar career arcs and trajectories for those guys. Uh, yeah, he, I think Christian Brown might be a little less annoying, hopefully. Yeah, I would, uh, I would right. think. Compared to Grayson Allen, Dante's fine. I still, Dante's I still fine. got faith in Jalil Okafor. Oh my god he could do yeah. it he could yeah. hold justice winslow he could hold 20 fucking tennis balls in one hand that's what you need <laughs> from a basketball player that's what everyone's always looking for uh but i oh, uh, i mean moving forward jordan uh the miami heat do you think that they can get the job done do you think that there's any chance of making this comeback here uh you know game four we have to do a quick look ahead before we move on here because there's actually quite a lot of nba news this is going to be a jam-packed episode we didn't even let you guys know yeah. uh this is this is a fucking good time to be an nba fan uh <laughs> but I, I and this is my this is my only critique. This is my only thing that I can think of that can really give them a chance. And I I'm, I'm not sure if it'll work, but you've got to try something. I think that because these teams and I, I was thinking about it last night. These teams show so much respect. Like this is a fun NBA Finals because no one wants to see these two teams lose, and they've just shown so much great sportsmanship. It's been a very classy series. Guys are helping each other up. It they're, has. They're dapping up. You know, it's a it's just let's just see who the, the best man wins. Pretty much. Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck, Fuck that. that. Let's yeah, see some intensity. Yeah. I want to see Jimmy Butler get in Jokic's face. Hey, hey, you fucking Serb, you big bitch. Push him <laughs> or something. I want I, I want to see some shit go down. I, I need some shit talk no, going no. down. I want Gabe Vincent to dive at uh, Jamal's knees. Oh, you could squeeze you. Uh, like, <laughs> I need to see some real heat from these guys uh, because oh. I think that's really their only shot. Like, these are kind of a bad boy team, and, you know, they don't really, like, they don't like they they leave it on yes. the court, but I think right now you have to try and get a mental edge because if you're going basketball skill to basketball skill, you're going to lose this battle, Miami. So I please, yeah, you, if you want to make this uh, you know extended a little bit, let's get the shit talk going. I I agree. I I was thinking that even before this game, like it's been it's been so yeah, it's been so refl- um uh respectful, like the, and. I would have thought maybe they could manufacture a little bit of something because uh, obviously Kyle Lowry and Aaron Gordon had their thing in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, that that both of these teams after the the Jokic hit on uh, on on uh, was it Markeith or yeah, Marcus? Yeah, Markeith. I don't, Mar-Keefe, I think it was I don't um, think he's even on the he's not on the roster anymore, so they don't give a shit. No, I, yeah. Even but, they asked, but, they asked know, Jimmy still, about it, were, and he's like, "Yeah, I wasn't yelling at uh, at, at the Nuggets." I know like, what, but, but <laughs> yes, you, were. you know why he said that you, yeah. Yeah, well, you, what, he, he said that because he knows the Jokic brothers yeah. are in the stands mm-hmm. and they could come and fucking jump the scores table at any point, uh-huh. man. Yep. I mean, I think that's, that's the, the, uh, the advantage of, of being a scary Serbian guy. Like you, you don't know, like within the bounds of, you know, an NBA basketball game, normally, like, you know what to expect. These guys are going to puff out their chest, maybe like, you know, KG and Carmelo style, you'll, You'll meet back by the buses later. I don't know what the hell these two big Serbian guys are gonna do. Like I could be dead. Like I could be. I could be fucking. You know, knocked out and shipped over to Europe to. You know, who knows what's gonna. Like I don't know, man. So I would be scared too. But but you you you've got to step to these guys. I agree. Uh, you got to rough it up because that's what that, that that's how my let let's be honest. That's how Miami has got got the fire yep. sort of within them needed to win. At every point, like the the Milwaukee series, they they're familiar with that team. They've played them multiple times in the playoffs. Jimmy fucking jawing at Drew Holiday, um, like 
and and the whole fucking team. Mm-hmm. The Knicks series, there was a little bit of that, not as much as I wanted. I wanted the the you know the the full full team brawl uh, to to go down, but that was still a bit chippy. And then obviously the Celtics chippy as hell. So I, I think I think you're right that the the, the the Heat can't just say, okay, let's just play some good, good, good clean, old-fashioned basketball yep. and, and go Feels and win. Feels like the because, fucking Olympics. Yeah, they, I know. That's that's another reason why this this finals has felt a little bit weird. Like, these teams... Uh, I was just talking about this with someone. Like, that the teams don't... You talk about basketball with someone no, other than me? I, I know, man. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. It was, look, it was at our soccer game, all right? Where we got Whatever, a lot man. of... Uh, Save the apologies. We lost, like, 7-3, yeah, again, so we have I, to do something. I got to get out there one day. I'll show you. I'm, I'm telling you, think, anytime think, we need you, subs. You'll be like, but... I think I see Messi. <laughs> Coming to the MLS. Do you see that, Matt? Um, yep. Let's go see it when he comes to Toronto next yeah, year. Yeah, sure. Um, but, um, like, normally, we, I think we've become accustomed, you know, with so many years of the Cavs and, and Warriors finals. Not that those ever got that chippy, but, like, you got the sense that the teams really knew each other mm-hmm. and there was this history between the, the, the Nuggets and the Heat. They play each other twice a year. If it, God help us that the Jokic fucking incident even happened. Yeah. Otherwise, we'd be like, have these teams ever even fucking played well, each again, other? Like, even so, the, the, the Lowry and the Aaron Gordon thing. Like, that really is, like, it's it's semi-legitimate, but it's, like, it's never happened since that. Like, and who knows? Maybe know. Kyle Lowry just wanted Aaron Gordon to come over and talk to him at his room. Like, no one ever... <laughs> just probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so... Back yes, game, I agree. Aaron. Gotta get chippy, but I will say, Matt... Um, actually, no. I want to shout... I want to intentionally shout out one more guy from the Nuggets, it, just to say his name. Aaron Gordon had an awesome game. Mm-hmm. He had 10 boards. Yep. He was leading the break a lot, yep. and I think that really changed the dynamic of what uh, uh, they were able to do. So that's all the shout-outs I want to do for Denver. They can't hold that, um, man. And... No, no, uh, no, and anytime he has a mismatch, they just fucking throw it in there uh, and let him go to work, and it's been working. And and yeah, I mean, and he's the, still young the, too, man. He's only like twenty seven. I know. Oh, well, this this Denver team going forward, like if they are, are able to win, they 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 could they could repeat yeah. realistically, oh, yeah. unless something crazy happens, and they could be in the mix for uh, uh, still a long time. And 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 yeah, I mean, even just the 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 the, the physicality in general. Bam had seventeen rebounds. No one else cracked five. Mm-hmm. Like Max Struess had four, and then you got a bunch of people with either two or zero rebounds uh, on the rest of the Heat. Like the the it was fifty eight to thirty three, uh, and and that, that's just it, like we talk about threes a lot and three point attempts. I thought Denver would need to get up more attempts. I think that they, in this game they got up a series low in attempts, uh, and. And they were able to win because they just pounded the boards, uh, you know, so so good on them. But yeah, the, he got to get physical, got to get chippy. But I will say, Matt, before we move on, I mean, this is where the Heat have thrived all year. The second someone on a podcast, uh, you know, on TV says the Heat are done, mm-hmm. no, they, they, they can't do anything. They pull something out of the fucking bag. Pat Riley, you know, has a meeting probably and and gives them a special play that he hasn't used since 1972. Yep. Uh, and, 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 and they'll they'll I fully expect them to. Even the series at two two, that's just what the Heat do. Until they stop being able to do it, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that they that they can. Um, but but it does look like Denver's you know a different beast when it comes to the firepower they got. What a what a what a game from from Murray and Jokic. That's just uh, I'll always remember that one. I think. Yeah yeah hundred percent. Well uh, we'll 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 check in again after Game Four and we'll uh, see where this uh, series is standing. But uh, to move on, some interesting waves uh, moving around here in the the NBA. Uh, in terms of uh, the offseason, <laughs> Mr. Chris Paul, uh, reported here by, by Chris Hayes, will apparently be waived 
by the Phoenix Suns in a surprising move. Uh, it was initially discussed that it could be a contract extension, it could be a trade, uh, or as well as a wave, but it looks like he'll be waived, and they will be returning him, or at least that's their hope, but there's no guarantees that he will actually decide to do that once he's waived. Uh, you know, yeah. there, there's a couple teams, uh, the Lakers, the 76ers, and Celtics that have emerged as uh, favorites to try and kind of poach him off that free agency mm-hmm. market, but I don't know if, uh, you know, this is like, this is a very interesting move. I, I wouldn't say that I've ever seen you know many teams try and work this deal because, from what all reports say, and Jordan, you and I were discussing this before we hopped on the on the podcast. I mean, it seems kind of like they want to just restructure his deal, find a way that they could yeah. bring in someone in the off season, and uh, you know make him have a, a smaller cap hit. But this is a very weird way of going about it, and uh, you know, I, I we've seen Chris Paul be involved in these really weird NBA. Uh, roster move situations before, and they've kind of blown up in people's yep. faces. So, I mean, when I look at this one, and, and again, you know LeBron is going to you know be getting the banana boat out this offseason. Once the second he hits the free agency markets, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, I need a point guard. Uh, I mean, it would, wouldn't work, but I would love to have you. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, uh, maybe he'll do like like in the, uh, in the fucking dark night when the Joker's like, we're going to have fucking street fights, and mm-hmm. he breaks the fucking pool, and mm-hmm. he gives one to Kyrie and one to Chris Paul. Yep. I think, I don't know who would win. I think maybe Kyrie would just, I don't know, walk away, like try and end it in a peaceful solution. I don't know, maybe. But, but He'd be you sad know, that the, Le- uh, LeBron- the that helpless tree that was used to construct that pool <laughs> queue was destroyed <laughs> for no reason. And then he would retire. Yeah. Uh, like we, we, we've, we've, we've said that uh, could happen any minute. But uh, yeah, I mean, the... Kyrie like, <laughs> It's interesting, this whole thing, because I thought eventually... Like Chris Paul's contract for for who he is is just just ridiculous. Like it's not on the Westbrook level, but like for I think he's done a good job of like making his play justify it in the last few years. But you look at like this year and and going back to last year, just the way that he consistently uh, gets hurt and is unable to play at the same level that you want him to in the playoffs just kills you for the amount of money you have to pay him. And it's it's funny because he was the fucking president of the players union mm-hmm. back, uh, you know, when he was getting that deal, uh, you know, in place uh, that that allowed him such an old player relatively to get that much money. Um, and 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 I think he he even has said like that's gonna you know that eventually that kind of backfires on someone, uh, you know, when when you have a, a contract that's thought of as untradeable, um, you know, you're you're kind of. Uh, it, it's harder to, to to land you in a spot where you want to be in a team that wants you and all, and you you kind of handicap them because you're you're taking up so much of the cap. So, you know, I I think he understands all that, and and I think he knows as much as anyone else that like the the, the Suns are going to win. They can't. They they've they've got to find a way to open up some more money and yeah, get some yeah, more players yeah. in there because uh, we saw how how shallow they were. Although I will say, I mean, the Nuggets running through the rest of the league, the Suns actually were the only ones who took two games on them at least at least so far. So maybe they're feeling a bit better about themselves. But everyone knows they need more depth, and and so yeah, I think I think you know some of the reporting is oh he'll he'll go to another contender, but it it sounds to me like they're doing this in the hopes that they can finagle something and bring him back whether they end up stretching him or or god whatever it whatever it is um but i i don't know if you're allowed to stretch someone if they're still on your team that doesn't really make sense so this is all going to be you know with the weird cap fucking machinations that i don't fully understand but we'll we'll see but you know I, i i said that if you're phoenix like you know probably trade deandre ayton because that looked like it was 
going to happen anyway. And there's talk about that, obviously, as well, too. Um, but no, to, no, to no. Get a now Vogel wants to turn him into back. an all-star player. Well, I think you got to say that, but we'll, we'll we'll see when the season starts. You know, it, it might be, and maybe he'll be different now that, that Monty's gone. Yeah. Maybe he'll be able to, to, to be a different guy. But, you know, I, I think in any case with the Chris Paul thing, like I've said before, you've got to treat him like he is your backup, like he is your your, uh, you know, break in case of emergency point guard. Um, and you have another guy who re- you rely on more because you just at, at, at his age, he can't be your the, the you know, you, you can't have Chris Paul and Cameron Payne. Put it that way as, as your two mm-hmm. point guards. You need someone who's who you're going to want to go with over Chris Paul most of the time anyway. And then, you know, if he's if he's feeling good, if he can be out there. I mean, we've we've seen him play with another point guard like he can play. Uh, in many different ways, if he's healthy and he's out there, but but that's why, yeah, I'd, I'd target someone like Fred Van Vliet, who the Suns have been linked to. Um, you know, uh, 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 any other sort of free agent point guard uh, who can come in there, um, because yeah, uh, at this point, everyone, including Chris, knows that you know he, he he's not the same guy he used to be. Mm-hmm. I, I think he can still be useful though. Um, but you know, if he does go to another sort of contender, if Boston decides not to blow it up. Uh, and, and and trade one of the well, let's be honest. It would be it, it, it would be Jalen if if they were going to trade one of those two guys. If they decide to run it back um, and and try and do a little something different, you know, I think Chris Paul could really help there. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, as long as they keep Derek White or someone else to handle the ball handling re- responsibilities most of the time. But I'd like to, I'd like to see my guy either stay in Phoenix uh, or, or or go somewhere else. Uh, I, I think that's going to be the plan to. to Come on, what about, what, about the, uh, contender? what about the Philadelphia Rockets, man? This is the last piece. Him and Dan Tony. Honestly, they I can would love do it. it. I, they I'm can not do even it. joking. They can I, do it. I, Fuck I, it. I, do it. I think it would, I, for the memes. I, yes, I would love it. Yep. Uh, where, wherever it is, uh, as long as they're you know a legit contender, um, I think Chris Paul's got some in the tank. But mm-hmm. yeah, he, he can't be relied on like he has been. Uh, in the past, he's he's just too old. Well, uh, we're breaking down. We're gonna we're gonna keep an, uh, an eye on the old dog, uh, Chris Paul, as he maybe potentially finds a, another home in the uh, the NBA, or uh, just kind of takes yep. a bit of a pay cut here. And uh, we we keep an eye on the Phoenix Suns as they uh, try to make some championship winning uh, moves this off season. But uh, yep. another guy, uh, all time great point guard that uh potentially could be on the move this offseason probably never will be because the trailblazers fucking stink and i don't don't <laughs> like them as an organization anymore uh but damian lillard i uh, was asked uh, hypothetically where he would like to play other than portland uh and yeah. it, instantly miami and brooklyn it says only because miami because of bam that's his dog emma kilbridge's that's also his dog uh but yeah. and, and i can i can appreciate that but at the same time very interesting uh, destinations for Dame to want to go to. Uh, he he yeah. did say uh, with the, the caveat that uh, he would not want to go to Miami if they won the championship. He doesn't want to be. Uh, he yeah. pretty much uh, you know what I'm saying he doesn't want to be Kevin Durant. Uh, but yeah. uh, either one of those teams, Jordan. I mean, Miami makes a little bit more sense. Brooklyn is a very odd one for me uh, because where like they're not like they're they're still ways away from being contenders so well you're telling me dame like and then he picks miami which is like a team that you know not i'm not gonna say fluky but had like a very like the all the odds stacked against them like he really doesn't give a shit about winning he doesn't i don't believe he does <laughs> no. i don't think he gives a fuck yeah well I, I i don't know i think he does but like in a way that's very like he's i think he's stubborn about 
trying to come off that he doesn't care about yeah. it. Like that. I, I just want to hoop. I don't get like like and like he could turn one of these teams true. into a championship contender potentially. Well, that's what I was gonna say. I mean, okay, it, it, if you go to like I, I'm trying to think back of you know the trade machine shit that I was trying to work out, like getting him to Miami. You know, if, if, if you try and work out a trade, Kyle Lowry and Duncan Robinson probably make up a bunch of that salary. But what else do you want? Like, what are you getting back if you're yeah. Portland that's worth Dame Lillard from the Heat? Fucking uh, Jovic? Uh, like, I, 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 I don't know. Like, there's they don't really have many young players. You throw Hero in there. Jimmy Butler. I think Hero's stock is pretty low. <laughs> but, you know, if, if, if you can do it, I mean, if you have Dame, Jimmy, and Bam, that's, that's I think, all you need really yeah. you fill out the team after that that that's a hell of a big three i would say um and so i think that'd be an interesting and that, that's really what they need because they I, we've said it before they need that go-to score some of the they can just give the yeah. ball to and feast because jimmy it's not really his natural game and uh yeah bam is definitely not going to be that guy a bit of a limited bag there yeah but no i i think that'd be fucking a, an incredible big three like um you, you you just throw in you can throw in whoever you want in those two other positions in between those guys um and like rotate you can you can play smaller you can play a little bit bigger like and and dame is a hell of a shooter even off ball so when mm-hmm, jimmy's mm-hmm. running the point a little bit i think that'd be fucking beautiful fit uh all the way around so you know if, if they can if they can swing that fine but i just don't see what portland would get out of the deal i don't think miami has many draft picks and miami's always good their draft picks are never that valuable anyway so it you know that 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 seems like a little bit more unrealistic. Um, but like the 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 Nets thing, maybe in terms of who the 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 Blazers would get back, they've got a lot of young talent right yep, now. Yep. But finally, like, actually have some draft uh, picks uh, after the age of uh, the Celtics owning every single one of them. Yeah, exactly. But like, if I, he's talking about Mikael Bridges as his dog, if I'm the fucking uh, negotiating on the side of the blazers i'm saying i'll give you dame you give me fucking mikhail bridges i mean that's that's who i would want more than anyone else like because then what i'm getting what what, you're gonna give me fucking ben simmons are you Mm. gonna give me uh cam johnson yeah nicholas Uh, claxton well if i'm if if i'm dame i want to join claxton and bridges in brooklyn so it's all it's 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 gonna be a lot more complicated i mean that's what everyone you know that's been the the sort of talk around the league uh that you know yeah a dame trade is nice in theory but like when you start getting into it he makes so much money and he he's going to be one of he's going to want to be joining a team that's already good Mm -hmm. when he gets there uh it's going to be hard to you know trade what you need to trade that'll make portland satisfied and then have any sort of uh you know semblance of a good team left so it's it's going to be tough but i don't know what do you think you think he's back on the blazers next season over the field I mean, I would love it if he isn't. It's just the Trailblazers have shown that they are pretty much an incompetent front office. Uh, and yeah. Dame does. I, I like I said, I'm 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 pretty much at the point where I don't think he cares. <laughs> like I think he's kind of almost brainwashed himself because he is uh, such an amazing talent when he's healthy and has been, you know, uh, a phenomenal player. Uh, you know, even this season, you know, he was uh, he was playing his, his like some of the best basketball we've seen from him yeah but his yeah. team is horrible and he'll never win in portland 
but he still believes that this is like when he was brought in and he was playing with like Lamarcus Aldridge, Nicholas Batum, and uh, Wesley Matthews. Like, like somehow yeah. that he can turn this around, that he can make this become like a championship contender. He inherited such like a, an amazing situation. Uh, I, I mean, fuck, uh, Robin Lopez was uh, down holding the holding yeah, it down down yeah. low back then, uh, back when he could still Chandler jump. Parsons. Yeah. Oh no, that was sorry. He hit the shot over Chandler. Yeah, Parsons, yeah, so yeah. I mean, I hit hey, that Houston team washed on there. Uh, but yeah, like yes. it's it's a uh, like like he had a great situation, and since then you could argue like it just went downhill. Like Dame got better. Oh yeah, absolutely. Dame got better, but CJ McCollum was not really an upgrade over Marcus Aldridge. Uh, it's like like I just I don't know why he thinks that it's going to work there. And there's no really there's not really such thing as loyalty, and there's no really a reason to be loyal to a team that has failed you so many times. Like it's one thing if like they've given you. Everything you could have asked for, they've given you what you need uh, to succeed, and they just don't give it to you anyway. So, uh, I, I, if I'm Dame again, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I would be already out of there. But I mean, yeah. I, at this point, I'm, I'm I kind of blame. I'm, I'm going to victim blame a little bit here because I, I don't think that he's. Uh, I don't like he's really caring that much to, to actually compete for this. Maybe this is, he's just kind of accepted that he'll be one of those guys that gets brought up in uh, you know the best to never win a ring, but. Uh, yeah. you know, and if you never listen to it, check out our best to never do it uh, podcast. Uh, it's one of one of the best. Oh, now, uh, now. But yeah, I, I I think either of these destinations would be better than Portland. But uh, I, I still think if uh, you know yeah, I was yeah. gonna hit the 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 trade machine, you could find a better destination for uh, for him as well as you know assets to return for the Trailblazers. But uh, if you've got uh, yeah. if anyone out there, you got trade ideas for Damian Lillard, let us know at Big Dog Ball Talk at Twitter. Send us the the trade machine. We love the trade talk. So uh, get it to us. But Jordan. Yes, sir. To end off the podcast here, the one last topic. We haven't talked about him in a Most while. Most important one. Our favorite boy, the Michelin Man down in New Orleans. Uh, <laughs> he's in love with a stripper. Uh, uh, Zion Williamson, baby mama drama. Oh, uh, my God. You know, it was, it was actually, it was. I, I swear I've seen, the, I saw the tweet, and maybe this person knew something, or it's just hilariously badly aged, and it was only, like, <laughs> within, like, 24 hours. Uh, you know, he announces... That his uh, his girlfriend is pregnant with his first child. Well, amazing! Congratulations, Congrats, Zion! Congrats, girl nothing, dad Zion. No, nothing could be Woo. bad about this. I, I literally saw someone tweet like, "Man, this guy like honestly just nothing bad off the court. Like he's just a, <laughs> he just seems like a good guy." And then the next day, his porn star side chick outs him, says that she's been <laughs> been with him on the side this whole time. Uh, that uh, that Zion was going to buy her a place so she could be with him in New Orleans. All while he full had a relationship as well as a, a baby with another woman. Uh, and now he's being out. He's being blasted. He's been put out. Uh, he I don't think he's made any official statements or uh, you know talked about anything. I'm sure he's probably just hiding somewhere. Uh, I mean, I know I would. You know, pull pull the blinds down, Zion. Uh, get the gumbo. Uh, just 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 don't oh, worry no, about no. it, man. Uh, I, I was gonna say, I hope he, I hope he doesn't stress eat, man, because this is gonna be the end of him. Uh, oh my god! But I mean, Jordan, like as much as like this is a, a situation that I mean, me, you, and I feel I feel like we we are we're dealing with this situation quite often. That you know, with it, with, but if you were in his shoes, hypothetically, you know, how how would you how would you go about this? Because this is a tough, tough look for the young man. <laughs> How would I go about it? Yeah, I uh, Help him, man. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I'm really not sure. Um, you know, but he, he's, he's, he's got money to deal with it. I mean, mm-hmm. that's all that's I'll true. say. I mean, you know, uh, who knows? Who knows? Should have put that money. I don't know what the best course of action is, though. But he should get up in front of cameras and address it and answer yep. questions, man. That's podium. what I would do. I'd be podium up front yes. of his, uh, his mansion or something, ladies and yep. gentlemen. And, thank you and, for being gathered here today. <laughs> I'll take questions now. Yep. Um, you know, I, I, I did that, not have sexual relations the... with that woman. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. No, my favorite part of all this was Stephen A. Smith pretending he didn't know who Mariah Mills was. Uh, that was my my favorite uh, part of all of this. Um, but horniest you know, guy in the NBA world, man. <laughs> but you know, she she went really crazy with it. She went a little graphic with mm-hmm. it, uh, and I you yeah. know I don't know how I feel about that. But um, yeah, poor Zion, I guess. But also poor his girlfriend, I guess. I I I, I don't really know his situation, but he's got to be more careful. I mean, yeah. on. Really, just talking on Snap. Do, do people really use Snapchat still? I mean, hey, I, that know, was, I, know, you, I know. Even when he was at Duke, he was uh, sending Snapchats to these these <laughs> girls. He was getting Snapchat. blasted. Like he need, yeah, he needs someone to control. He's got to delete it. Someone's got to control his sexting. I don't know. There has to be some kind of a buffer here. <laughs> and, and, but the parental <laughs> controls on his phone. And I'll uh, use a name that's not just your name or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know because it's very you know it's 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 a lot easier to uh, Charles Barkley leak shit. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Um. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I just, <laughs> is it weird that I feel the w- most bad for the Pelicans organization and their fucking yes, fans but, having to it, deal with yes, yes, another, <laughs> yet another, <laughs> yet another thing, another setback that's going to, somehow this is going to keep him from playing next season. He's going to be like, look, I need to take time with my family. Mm-hmm. Made a mistake. Um, and he's going to be in the best shape of his life. He's going to be amazing. We're going to be seeing fucking videos of him. Daddy's on. Like Ben oh, Simmons style. I just thought, what if he gets... What if we get dad bod Zion? Whoa. <laughs> what is that even going to look like? Just, just, mean, just him with a belly, already... but he can dunk. But he won't oh, be doing man. like Tom Hawks. Wow. He'll like just barely get off the ground. But he'll be like a he'll yeah. be like three, 380 in the paint, like just beating the guys up. Might as well turn into, you know, late career Shaq, like at this point. Or I mean, there's, prime there's, Chuck Hayes. Why not? But, uh, uh, all of the above, yes. Um, Zion... Yeah, I mean, I speak for everyone. I'm like, Zion, I don't care who the <laughs> what the fuck you're doing. Just get on the court, you fucking idiot. Like, this has been the worst, uh, you know, the worst debut few years for such a highly touted prospect mm-hmm. that I can remember. Um, you know, you're 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 in bust territory, man. Uh, yeah. In in a lot of different ways, you know what I'm saying. Oh, hey, but anyway, hey. Zion, just get it together, okay? Hey. Just get it together. And yeah, the the stress eating thing. <laughs> I'm not even going to get into that, but like we said, smoothie center, smoothie yeah. Zion, smoothies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, smoothies. And before, yeah, before we move on from this, I think it is worth, like people are talking about it, it's worth mentioning, the 2019 NBA draft class might be fully cursed. <laughs> There's something yes. wrong with these guys. RJ Barrett, just like, you need to be, like, you need to get your chakras aligned, you need to, like, go see a Sean, like, do something, because, like, you're next, man. Like, like uh, Zion, he's, Zion's yep. got this shit going on. John Morant can't stop playing with toy guns, allegedly. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got the Jordan Poole uh, <laughs> out here, you know, getting into all his kinds of scraps and uh, his business. Uh, PJ Washington kind of set the standard for Zion years in advance. I mean, uh, with, with, he's with, in Charlotte, so th- this whole yeah, this 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 draft class really, really should have stayed a couple more years in college. Maybe I don't know, uh, but yeah. you know, w- wish Zion the best of luck with dealing with this bullshit and moving on in the future. Uh, it is. You know, some of these guys do get picked on. Uh, you know, trying to you know make make a name for themselves. You know, get their careers right. But you slipped up, buddy. You fucked up. You you fucked. You got to You look at yourself. You you fucked up. But and uh, he might have another baby on the way from uh, oh, from boy. Mrs. Mills. Uh, that would be pretty funny too. Yeah. Well, we'll see how that one goes. Maybe uh, maybe we can get Maury back for one more time. One more time around the clock. <laughs> one more time around the sun here, Maury. He's still alive, right? It's just Jerry that passed. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. But. 
Get at us at Big Dog Ball Talk. Let us know what you would do if you were in Zion Williamson's shoes. Uh, you know, uh, just get, give us your give us your take. Uh, maybe you have some experience with this. I don't know. Uh, but at us at Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, let us know. Uh, as well as you know, give us all your takes with the NBA Finals as well. Do you think the Miami Heat can come back, uh, or is this uh, one wrapped up in favor of the Denver Nuggets? But it's been Matt Eichhorn, Jordan Flegel, Big Dog Ball Talk, and we'll be back after Game Four. And as my good friend Jordan always yeah, says, um. It's it's uh, it's smoky out there, Matt. Uh, I mm-hmm. wanted to you know bring mm-hmm. this up. I mean, you know, everyone take your precautions uh, or do your do what you need to do. I mean, we have a friend in New York right now. Yep. It looks like the apocalypse, man. Yep, hand, hand up, crazy. hand up. Sorry to uh, the the east coast of uh, the United States, uh, Canada. We kind of yeah, kinda, our bad. Yeah, kind of kind of sewered you guys on that one. <laughs> yeah, and Matt. Oh, and Matt. This this is important for our summer plans. Mm-hmm. There is an Ontario forest fire burning quite close to my cottage. Oh my uh, god! So, <laughs> will it still be there? Who knows? Uh, I'm hoping. Okay, everybody, get to your stations. We gotta get in the fire truck. We gotta go rescue Odorf. Put the fucking cottage out. That's what we gotta do here, right now, right here. Everybody, get to Bancroft right now. We need all hands on deck. Woo! <laughs>